Hello and welcome to the third episode of my podcasting series type thing. My name is Will Oliver. It is Monday the 3rd of March. It is about, ooh, just hit 11pm at night. Um, so yes, here we go. I promise I'm going to try and keep this episode exactly within 26 minutes roughly because I figure that's actually quite a good space of time because it gives people, if they say, oh, I've got half an hour for it, I know I'm going to listen to Will Babylon for about 25 minutes of my life. Not sure why you would, but anyway, here we go. It seems to be that, I think my last check on SoundCloud, I had about 37 plays on the last episode, so clearly people are listening. Uh, so yeah, here we go. Now, in the last episode, um, I talked about moving countries. And I actually deviated from the point on multiple occasions. And for that, I am a little bit sorry. Not majorly, just a little bit. But anyone who actually knows me in person, I deviate from the point quite often. I find it quite fun. Uh, I think it keeps conversations on their edge. Mainly because it's quite funny watching the other people on the other side of the conversation with their eyes, they kind of slowly glaze over when they realise, what the fuck is he talking about? I will also just quickly on this quick side note here, already deviating from the point, this episode will probably have a bit of swearing in it. If that really does deeply offend you, stop now. Um, I, 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 it won't be very bad, but there is, of course, going to be swearing in it. So, of course, I think for legal reasons on iTunes and stuff, this would be considered an explicit episode. Of course, it is just going to have a bit of swearing in it. British swearing, I will say this to my uh, Flemish-Belgian listeners. Um, for the people that don't realise, when I say Flemish, I'm referring to a language. What I mean is Belgian, because that's a nationality. Flemish is a language. Whole another conversation. But actually... I say that, this is actually going to be the topic of this episode, talking about the differences between the two languages. Because like I've mentioned before, at my school, I am dealing in my second language. My mother tongue is English, um, although I find that quite funny to say because my father is English, my mother is Belgian. So actually, my mother's tongue is Flemish, my father's tongue is English, but my mother tongue is English, above all. Now... One thing you might have realised, though, in the past episodes is I seem to have developed in the last year and a half, I seem to have developed quite a posh British accent. Now, of course, it's not one of these, hello and welcome to England, very kind of stuck-up accents. Well, not, I don't say stuck-up, but just over-the-top accents. But it's got quite pronunciated, mainly because I don't speak English that often. And I'm constantly dealing with the second language, which is why also some of my sentences might not make any sense whatsoever. Now, this happens in both English and in Flemish. Um, I think if I interview people from my class, they would vouch for this. On some occasions, I will say things, and people do look at me going, I appreciate the effort that he's making, but I really have not a single fucking clue about what he's on about. And I think I get that on a quite day-to-day -day basis. I think I quite have that in my singing lessons, if my singing teacher's uh, listening. I think sometimes she looks at me as if I'm barking mad about some of the things that I say. So, that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about... The differences between the language, just Horsaklik, mainly between Flemish and English. Now, those are the only two languages I speak. I don't speak French, Italian, Parisian, whatever, Outer Mongolian, whatever. I don't speak those languages. I'm just going to go for Flemish and English. Now, it's... What would I be... What would my first gripe be about the two languages? I think mainly because Flemish... when. People from England don't realise this, but English is such a ridiculously stupid language. 
the if you actually look at it from another language on a different perspective, the grammar, the choice of words, the spelling of words makes no sense whatsoever. And actually, that's why English can be one of the most difficult languages to learn, because it's just completely and utterly fucked up. What's on the other hand, though, for Flemish, coming from an English speaker, that also makes zero to no sense. Because the main things that I have, my main problems I have in Flemish, is the construction of sentences, mainly because they build sentences backwards or forwards, depending which way you look at it. And then also the masculine and feminine. You don't have that in English. In English, you don't say a bus is masculine and a car is feminine, <clears throat> all this and that. You do have that in Flemish. Now, I would, if such a book exists, I would love for someone to give me a dictionary. You know, this probably does exist. I'm saying this sentence, and I'm probably sure that someone could comment on this and say, yeah, it does. It's in the fucking dictionary, you pillock. But I'd love for it to just have a word bank of every word that I use with just a M-F-N next to it. Masculine, feminine, neutral. In German, you have der, die, das. In, in Flemish, you have hut and de. I'm sure you have another word for neutral, which I don't know. I'm hoping that one of my Flemish listeners, uh, when they listen to this, probably in the middle of the day, are probably going to suddenly turn to me and say, Will, the neutral word in Flemish is this. At which point I will look at them completely bumfounded because I probably would have been sticking my head in Netflix or paragliding theory test works or whatever. And I'll probably just go, what? Which is what my usual reaction is to most things. Um, but more on that later. But the f genders, it's, it's very difficult. Um, mainly because how do you differentiate? How, who decided a bus is going to be masculine, a house is going to be feminine? I might be talking complete bollocks here. I'm probably wrong. Um, but either way, just go with it. Go with the flow, as they say. One of my favourite phrases. Go with the flow brings me back to an offer. Deviating from the point. Separate sentence, but yes, go with the flow. Makes me think back to one of my best friends back in the days. Back in the days, makes me sound like I was 4,000 years old. But anyway, who decided that this is going to be masculine, this is going to be feminine? They just, I swear, one day, they said, okay, this, they just went through the dictionary and say, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a tiger by its toe, being sure, careful not to go racist here, but and they literally just went through the entire word bank and goes, masculine, feminine, masculine, feminine, fuck it, we don't care, masculine, feminine, whatever. Now, this does make it increasingly difficult for people like me, because <clears throat> I'm not going to say I'm not a bright person, I am a bright human being, I can solve problems quite quickly, but literacy was never my strong point. I didn't study English lit. I did English language and English media. And I think in English language, if I recall it, GCSE, I got a C, which kind of sums it up. I mean, I will say I am a dyslexic, which means anything that I write down makes no fucking sense whatsoever. What I speak, though, can tend to... does make a vague amount of sense. I think if you talk to my last ex-girlfriend, she could probably tell you, though, 85% of what I say, though, does not make sense. I mean, I am fluent in sarcasm and bullshit, um, but I'm generally quite good with English language. I mean, I'm not like my brother, for instance, or other people that I know who are very well educated, who come out with these sentences using these incredibly long words. And when they say these words, it's this is what I usually have in Flemish, but I have it in English as well. He'll be talking and he'll say this word and I'll be following the sentence. I mean, I I'm sorry, Tom, if you're listening to this, but 
85% of the time it's generally to do about history or a video game. Now, let's be honest, when my brother's, I am going to be honest, when my brother's talking about history, I'm not listening. I tend to sit there and not, and pretend like I have a single sodden clue what he's on about, but generally I don't, because mainly, I don't know why, but history does not interest me whatsoever. But hey, so he'll be saying this sentence, and suddenly he'll come out with this word, and I'll be like, da 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 da, wait, what? But what, 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 mm, mm. At which point, the little monkey in my head that's generally smashing the little something tsh, 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 in my head, he suddenly has some, like, not a stroke, but a, a sort of heart attack, panic, panic attack of thinking, whoa, what just happened? And then, I don't know if any of you saw that, it was a very old McDonald's advert, I believe, um, where someone said, he, this friend comes up to this guy and he says, did you know that... Uh, McDonald's fries are only made with 100% vegetable oil or something like that. At which point they cut to inside his brain where this new fact comes in. Warnings are like, new fact, new fact. And it comes in with this fact. Oh yeah, very interesting. Da 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 da. File it. And they've no space left in this dude's mind. So they're, oh, what's this thing? Oh, throw it away. Throw this, this old file. We don't need to know. And then it cuts to him introducing this guy to his wife. But obviously that the fact that they threw away was the word wife. Because he goes... Uh, sorry, this is my friend David. David, this is my my woman thing. I thought we thought it was a brilliant advert. Um, but occasionally I do have that occasion with these words that people come up with. Now, very quickly, I'm just going to take a sip of water because my mouth is incredibly dry because I am choking on incense fumes. Now, I get it more in Flemish. Um, I, I'm going to move on to that next. But you do have that in English, and I was talking about the whole masculine, feminine, and these ridiculously long words, which I'm sure also have masculine, feminine. But the one thing that you have in English a lot is past, present, and future tense. Now, what I find incredibly hilarious, though, is I've got some people at my class who are studying to do English tests, and they say, well, this sentence, is this past perfect, or present perfect, or this, that? And I go, I'm not really sure, because I also have no fucking clue how the English language works. It makes no sense to me, let alone then. Um, I mean, I'm sure I, I don't want to get my head bitten off for any of this, but seriously, the English language confuses the shit out of me. Um, mainly because it's quite complex, the past, present, future tense. And that's what I quite like about Flemish. You say, I'm going to the shops tonight. I'm going to the shops later. I'm going to the shops yesterday, or I, I go to shops yesterday, I go to shops later, I go to shops tomorrow. It's very simple. In English, I went to the shops, I'm going to the shops, I will be going to the shops, I am planning on going to the shops in the far distant future, just to confuse you by adding far and distance and close and different words to completely make the sentence draw back on itself 17,000 different times just to make your mind go Wah. Now, I don't have a major issue with this, but I manage, put it that way. Now, one thing you will have also realized is when I make these sentences, I start a thought and the thought gets about halfway and then suddenly my brain forgets what that thought is. So, yeah, stops halfway down. Now, actually, you can't actually see me. I'm kind of drawing this line in the air with my pen and I realized halfway through drawing the pen, I suddenly thought, they can't actually see this pen. It's not a video podcast. So actually, it makes me think back to when my father was on the phone to a B&W specialist talking about a problem with the car and he was talking about the toe. For people that don't know, toe is about the angle of what the tyres are at. 
And he was sitting there on the phone to this woman, on hands-free, by the way, hands-free. And he was standing there, moving his hands, showing the toe. I'm actually doing it right now, I don't know why. But he was demonstrating the toe. And I kind of thought, was just kind of mentioned, you do realise this woman can't see you. For all she cares, you could be doing the chicken dance while explaining the toe, or doing the macarena. It doesn't matter because she can't see you. And that's also a point. I'm being very expressive with my hands. It's kind of like... I'm not going to say it's like I'm Italian because I'd be quite racist, although I have just said it. But anyway, like Italians are very expressive with their hands. Right now, you you just hear my voice. You could be on the metro, you could be on the bus, you could be walking, you could be in the car. This could be playing on your iPhone. I do plan on getting these on iTunes, by the way, in some point in the distant future. I just have to wait for my SoundCloud account to be uh, recognised for podcasts. So that will be an amazing feat because it means you can download it and listen to me anytime in your life for when you're feeling sad and lonely and you think, what do I need? I need to listen to Will. Um, I mean, if that thought does ever enter your brain when you're thinking, I'm feeling sad and lonely and I've got nothing to do with my life, I know I'm going to listen to Will. I'm very sorry, but you really need to uh, reorder your priorities. But I think also mainly because I'm hoping to get some sort of fan base. Fan base, it makes you sound like some sort of celebrity. But I'm hoping that at some point one of my episodes will be played more than 100 times. If it gets more than 100 times, I will be incredibly, incredibly pleased. Which is on a side note, on a side note. haha. <laughs> please share my podcast. Please, well, please tell your friends. I mean, if you know someone that gets vaguely interested in an English guy living in Brussels, blathering on about God knows what, not really sure what he's talking about, send it through to them. I'm sure some people might enjoy it. Um, but yeah. So to move on to the next point, I'm just hitting about the halfway mark on my timer. So I thought I'd move on to my main second point of daily interactions with people in a second language, which is fantastic. I I don't think my class fully, I'm not going to say appreciate, but realize sometimes what's going through my mind when they're talking to me. Now, I wake up in the morning, I generally stick on Netflix, I watch House, I watch Orange is the New Black, anything which sits on Netflix or YouTube or whatever. I've just spent the last half an hour of my life watching Graham Norton on YouTube. I'm probably going to spend it doing something vaguely useful. But hey, I did it mainly because it's fun and because it's very British. Now, what happens when I wake up in the morning, I look into this English thing, and then I stick on music. This morning it was Seal, the day before that it was Pippin, the Broadway recording, whatever. Music, different podcast altogether. But I set up on the bus, I head to school, and I walk into school, and when I walk through the front doors of my school, I always kind of subtly in my mind, it's like there's a small crew, a little crew of translators, and it's like a green light comes on for, get ready, shit's about to go down. And from the word go, it is immediately scrambles in my head. It's it's like papers are being thrown in and they're desperately finding each word going through no 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 what's that? What was that? Oh shit, yeah, yeah, have you got have you got that sentence? Yes, yeah, what did he say? Oh yeah, da, da. I mean I'm still trying to translate sentences. People said to me three weeks ago thinking, what was it that they said? Because I still haven't understand it, uh, understood it even. But from the word go, it's constantly in my mind thinking da 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 da. I mean, it is tiring. At the end of the day, my brain is physically tired. I mean, it really depends who I'm talking to. My class, I'm very used to them listening now. Of course, there are two members in my class. Actually, I think there are more, but there are two who are very much from West Flanders, and they've got such a strong accent when they talk to each other. It's brilliant. It's called West Flanders. 
it is such a fantastic language. Well, dialect, as we say, or accent in the UK. It's brilliant to listen to, mainly because I don't understand a single word that comes out of their mouth. Um, I'm trying to figure a way of describing it without insulting them. But if you ever want to think about it, try listening to a bit of Danish. Now, mix Danish with German. Now, I also don't want to offend people by making an impression of Danish, but Danish seems to be mainly... If you ever watch um, The Killing, I think it was called, that's a Danish thing. Danish is a fantastic language. I don't understand a word of it, but West Flames I also is fantastic. And also all the different accents of Belgium. All of them have very interesting tones. Um, I know people from Limburg, which is quite south in Belgium, if I'm not very much mistaken. Um, they have a very kind of melodic accent. It goes up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, and then there's one girl in my class. We're from a little town. I, th- I hope I'm saying it right. Mechsem. Mechtem or so, uh, which is just outside Brussels. But she's fantastic, not mainly because of her accent, mainly because she is so melodic with her voice. Um, I saw it covers about three different octaves in one go. It's fantastic to listen to, especially when she gets angry. Because she'll start talking like this, and then she'll get angry, and up and down, and up and down. It's fantastic. But, now, the main point that I'm trying to make, I'm not actually trying to make any point whatsoever, but my, the kind of curve that I'm going to with this little sideline is how I interpret when people listen listen to me, when people talk to me. Most of the time I know what people are on about. The problems that I have is when, when I get lost is when the people kind of make that side comment or just when they're not directly talking to you. Um, so you say, oh yeah, yeah, that was really funny. Oh yeah, that, that was just like that other time in class of the... Or that's when I get lost because they're not fully pronunciating it. And like you would in English, you that second little sentence, you don't fully speak out like some sort of robot. And that's when I get lost and I'm just like, oh shit, what? And I also, it's a lot of the time, I don't have the heart to say, can you repeat it? I didn't understand you. And I do sometimes have that with my teachers. Um, usually I just smile and nod. Most of the time it makes sense, but sometimes it's just a bit of, What? Um, but I think the main time that I get it is group discussions. Group discussions are fantastically weird if you don't speak the language further and foremost. Because I can deal with Flemish. I can listen to someone speaking Flemish very well. I can listen to two people speaking Flemish relatively well. I can listen to three people speaking Flemish adequately. I can listen to Ooh, roughly about ninety of us people speaking Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. Yeah, literally, literally, they could be speaking Spanish, Italian, Chinese. When it gets to about nine different people, I'm sitting there thinking, I haven't got a single fucking clue what's going on. And the problem is, at some point in that sentence, in that little group discussion, someone will say something directed to me, and when I realise, I kind of, I, they'll be looking at me and they'll say something, and then they'll go into my mind. Someone just said something. Oh, it's directed at you. This means you need to respond. What did they say? And at this point, my mind goes very, very British and just goes, bollocks. Now, 
I when I say that I'm thinking of uh, Colin Firth because I, I watched Kingsman the other day. I'm going to do another episode about that probably later this week. But just that bollocks. That that moment is a very British thing where you just think, oh. it's like with James May on Top Gear who goes, oh cock. I do do that sometimes. Um, now also swearing. That's a, I think it could be a whole other episode, uh, which I probably won't do, but. It's that does go through my mind sometimes when people say something to me and I'm not fully listening, especially when I'm tired or also what people don't realize a lot of the time when I'm wearing my headphones, they don't uh, get when I'm wearing my headphones, I do not hear a single thing going outside. So a lot of the time people will start speaking to me. I'll take my headphones off and I get the second half of that conversation or, or sentence at which point my entire brain scrambles to think, Oh my God, what could they possibly have said in the first half of that sentence? Now, it's also quite funny at this point because they'll say something like, and then we need to make sure we hand this into Lulu by 6 p.m. My brain really means to say, what did they say in that first half of the sentence? And at this point, you realize that you are a child because your mind suddenly comes up with the most bizarre responses like, random radioactive kitties like to dance spontaneously on a bridge. Or, and then we have to hand this thing into Lulu by 6pm. Or, did you know sausages are incredibly good for you? And then we need to hand this thing into Lulu at 6 It comes up with all the possible combinations of words in the English language. Literally, it could say hula hoop, clownfish, snorkel, kangaroo, and then we need to hand this into Lulu. Because my brain's literally sitting there going, I don't know! Stop asking me what you think he said! I don't know! Just ask him! And I never have the heart to say, can you please just say that sentence again? Um, so sometimes it is quite difficult. I, I, I'm, just imagine the little valley, na 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 na, kind of me complaining again. But no, it, it does get difficult sometimes, but it's fantastic. And actually what I have it the most, um, is when I speak to the Dutch people in my school. There are two people from Holland in there. They're in the first year. They're in the year underneath me. One of them, the guy, he's got a he's got quite a normal accent, and I talk to him quite often, so I do understand him. Eighty percent of what he says, it's fun, uh, and he's he's a very nice guy. Um, I get on very well with him. We kind of have this love hate relationship, but no, uh, he's fantastic, and I do understand what he's talking to, what he's talking about most of the time. And then there's the girl who has a lot thicker of an accent well stronger of an accent and she is also a very nice girl she's very nice to talk to she's very cute but i probably understand about 46 percent of what comes out of her mouth um at which point i am left filling in the blanks now filling in the blanks with me it's fan it's just brilliant because if you ask any member of my family, if you ask the Olivers, Olivers are bizarre human beings. And we're one of these people, it's like the game, um... Oh shit, I've just remembered, uh... That game where you kind of get two, a white card and a black card. Oh, I can't believe I've forgotten the name of it, but I'm sure for the people that know it, they, they will, um... Our Sins Against Humanities, Cards Against Humanities, that's what it is. Is that kind of thing where you get this sentence and you get the blank and my brain will immediately fill it with the worst possible thing to go in there. I'm not going to give examples, but you could just imagine it. Now, at this point, I'm going to round this episode off into a close because it's about 11.30 by this point. Well, actually, it's 11.23 because I started at 11. 
Um, mainly because I don't have a lot more to say and also I'm starting to get a little bit tired. Although I don't need to get up to nine tomorrow, which is all right. But it, it's a through for thought. And I mean, I hope you did enjoy this lesson. This lesson. This lesson. I hope you enjoyed this lesson. This, yeah, I'm not going to start trying to make some sort of Bible phrase. But no, I did. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I think you, I, I made a point in there somewhere. I think I could probably continue this on in a separate episode. But like I said, I'm going to try and keep this to the 26 minutes. I'm just setting 24 minutes, 28 seconds at this point exactly. Um, but I'm going to do my best to kind of keep this up. Now, same old, same old. Comment, please, comment, comment, comment. I want to know what you guys want to hear. Um, also, please just write actual comments, please. Because then it just means that I have actual things to read. People that pass me in the hall and say, oh, I enjoyed your episode. Why not talk about cats next? I will be honest, I will forget. I have a terrible memory. Please just write the comment. Now, um, and also share. I mean, it's the whole idea is that more and more people listen, mainly because I just need to get the mic time. And it will be good to hear what people think. But anyway, I am Will Oliver. Uh, This was my third episode of my podcasting series. The next episode, I'm probably going to talk, I'm going to say probably here because I always change my mind. I'm going to talk about living situations. So I live on my own at the moment, but I'm going to go back to my boarding school days of living with people, roommates, multiple roommates, or living on your own in your own room. Um, I hope that's going to make for a good episode. It'll probably be more than 25 minutes because knowing me, I can rant. Because it's going to go from everything to living on your own, having that freedom, to living with one particular person and realising how very quickly you can go from liking this person to wanting to stab them repeatedly within a space of about 35 seconds and then going back to liking them about a minute later. It's fantastic. But on that note, I've just hit 26 minutes. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think. Um... I hope in future podcasts that I will actually make some sort of line and actually finish my chain of thought. But anyway, um, that's what I'm going to say. I've now probably said this is the end of this episode about 17 times. Um, So yeah, thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Mm